nodding in and out of smiles like an archaeopteryx comedian. And need to stop drinking out the same water I'm puking in. Like a box of matches in a world of lighters, I'm a loser. Occasional robotic bloodhound, fully employed boozer. A story with no plot, a puppet. Yeah, man. I think uh, JB is uh, done for. It's Kyle Dake season all all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, welcome to the next episode of Escaping Tyranny. I'm joined alongside Austin French. French, what's going on, man? What's up? What's up? Glad Freaking. to finally be on the podcast. Dude, it's like great to finally fucking see you. I haven't seen you in forever. <laughs> I know, it's I been like, a hot minute. I, dude, I don't think I've seen you since state wrestling. No, 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 we no. watched the Big Tens. We did watch the We Big watched Tens. the Big Tens together. And I'm like, that was, what, March 4th? Something like that. I mean, it was early March if it was Big Tens. I'm like, I haven't yeah, seen you in no, a long no, time. No, that was Big Ten, that Big Ten tourney, yeah, right yep. before they were going to do the NCAAs. Well, yeah, I was about to say, like, so... This is like the week before, right? I think they do Big Tens two weeks before the uh, tournament. Okay, and I, think that, I think that week was the selection show for the, when they're doing the brackets. Yep, you're right. And yeah. then they, they canceled everything. Everything was torn apart, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I was like so pumped because like they were canceling everything for work, like our sales training, they are canceling... I was like... This is awesome. I was like, I'm gonna sit around and watch games the whole time, and I'm like, uh, like looking back now, it's like you're an idiot. <laughs> like you should have known yeah. all that's gonna be canceled. You know, there's another thing. I was my aunt just recently came back into town, mm-hmm. and then we went to go eat lunch at El Patron, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, we both came to the realization that this is the first time that we've eaten in a restaurant in like yep. over a year. Yep. And then, funny enough, El Patron was actually the last restaurant. Was I it really, dude? What at. a weird like inception. It's yeah, like, dude, that was weird. Just but, a yeah. jump back in time. It's so weird, like, and it almost feels wrong to be, like, sitting at a restaurant. When you, like, right. go in, it's like, you kind of feel icky. You're like, are we doing, are we okay to do this? Is this okay? It's like, you feel like you're, like, sneaking out almost. Yeah. It's does. such a wild feeling. But I'm glad, like, you know, we're able to do a little bit of something now. I'm like, New Mexico's just been shut down. I think, what, the only state worse than us is California? Yeah, I think currently right now, yeah, California's pretty bad. Yeah, California is, like, shut down, shut down. And I'm like... That's wild. Uh, yeah, I'm glad to be, like, doing stuff, but how's it going, man? I've, I haven't talked to you in a while. Shit, busy, actually. Yeah? Um, I got back into school, like, okay. last summer. Mm-hmm. Um, then last fall, and then now School this for yourself, right? For myself, yeah. yeah for, for uh, at Eastern New Mexico, I'm doing online. Okay. Getting that general business degree, and then uh, working online remote, you know, with the school, with our kids. Yeah. And then finding ways to coach yeah all uh, at the same time that's so crazy so like describe that to other people you and i have met through uh coach lutz through the wrestling team so that's how we met we mm-hmm. you know found that we both have a passion to help kids both love the sport of wrestling that continues to grow friendship continues to grow tell us like what is it that you do at el dorado uh so right now i'm an educational assistant okay. um just people just call us an ea okay uh, for short um the program that I'm in is the SCS3 program, which is the Social Communicative Support Program, okay. then it's Level 3. Um, most typically in our class, it's going to be with kids with have severe autism. Okay. Um, some little quirky little things here or there, um, behavior-wise, but other than that, they're pretty good kids. Mm. Um, I think one of the biggest almost misconceptions I I figured out in my time working in this program I'm like these kids are just regular teenagers yeah and really the only difference is, is how they express their emotions yeah um like we have one kid in, in our class you know he loves being on his phone like any other typical teenager right and will just listen to music and kind of ignore the world and yeah 
school and enjoys to be on the computer. And then you have like another kid in our class who just loves to eat. Yeah. Um, again, just another typical teenage problem. Yes. But that's I was about to say is like that. That sounds like me. Like I, I eat a lot. I play on my phone. Like that, yeah, man, that sounds that's, normal. <laughs> that's pretty much it, man. It's just yeah. I know they don't they don't really verbalize or they're pretty much nonverbal. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, but, you know we make it through it. You know this online learning is probably not the best way for them to learn. Right. Um, obviously because they're more hands-on um, type of environment. But obviously, it's just we're making the best of yeah. what we can. You got to so. do what you got to do on that one, and that's tough because, like, that's again normal teenage stuff. Like, I there's no way I would have learned online. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't do it, and I, I don't know it's how you guys are doing do it now. right now as an adult. Yeah, so. right. <laughs> that's ridiculous, man. But you know, you guys are making it through and stuff. What's like the biggest challenge of being an EA, especially in that uh, program with kids that are uh, autistic? Um, I think the biggest challenge is. is trying to navigate through when they're having having some type of behavioral type of issue. Okay. Because um, I'm on one-on-one, so I'm specifically for one, for one child, but we tend to work very well with the whole class. Right. Um, but the one specifically, you know, sometimes sometimes he has issues with where he's going to bang his head on a wall or mm-hmm. slap his own head or sometimes sometimes he got his nails and I'm still trying to gouge him. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes you just got to deal with that, and uh, that's actually, for the most part, I started wearing long sleeve shirts almost daily, mm-hmm. just so it's a little bit tougher to get through the shirt. Yeah. Um, but other than that, you know, that's probably the biggest issue. I mean, everything else pretty much run, runs pretty smooth. Yeah. Um, the big thing is just being organized. Yeah. Uh, I've been pretty blessed to work with two teachers now mm-hmm. um, that have been really organized and really find ways to make this thing work. Mm-hmm. Um teacher I was with last year she moved to Virginia you know her husband's in the military so they kind of got moved around a little I bit gotcha. so that's when we lost her um, we got a new teacher coming in for this year she actually she's taught at El Dorado for I think 10 some years but as an English 9 teacher for general ed students and then okay. she just made the transition to special ed this year um, obviously not the best time to transition no shit <laughs> but, but you, know, she, you know she's made it work you know and just but big thing is being organized and and I think last year, from my experiences, if you're real organized, us EAs don't need a sub. Yeah. And we can just run the class as is. Mm-hmm. And that's all a credit to the teachers. Yeah. Who run the class. So. That makes sense. Did you have to go through any, like, specific training uh, in order to do this? Or was it kind of Yeah, there was a fire? couple of them. They had this... Uh, to become an EA, you don't have to have necessarily a degree or anything. You just mm-hmm. have to graduate high school at some point. Um, but they do make you take one test if you don't have enough credits for like math and English. You have to take like this para test, um, just for those basic skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they also have you take this nonviolent crisis intervention training. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, just dealing with one of our kids are in a crisis. You know, mm-hmm. you can you're trained to, to deal with it. Yeah. Um, those are the two main ones. Um, Trying to think, I think there's another course that you have to take is to teach English learning to some of those students who don't know English. I haven't taken that training yet. Uh, I was supposed to back in March of last right. year, um, but the week I was supposed to take that course because um, he had it was like a two day training. If you had one week and then I think came back the next week, but it was like it was two days. It was during the spring break. And it was like, of course, the week before they shut everything down, so yeah. I haven't had to take it yet. Uh, and then I've been pretty 
updated with it, and so far they, I don't think they're going to do it online because I've been kind of worried about it. So yeah, you know, just for terms of employment wise, because I didn't right. take it. Um, so I, I have no idea what the update is on that one, but yeah, that's pretty much it. And then you know, APS they make you do um, these safe school trainings. It's just a mm-hmm. bunch of like these probably like 15 or 16 like little tests that you have to take you know watch videos almost like mm-hmm. almost when you're doing like the concussion things oh, okay. for, for yeah. sports something like that mm-hmm. but like all these different little things like mm-hmm. you know sexual harassment or child abuse reporting child abuse and yep. like FERPA and all those little mm-hmm. tiny little things that you have to take the test yeah and of course it has to be like 100% or you have to take the whole quiz over again right everyone has to take that so yeah yeah it's not too bad I was about to say, it's crazy, like, how you're talking about the, the stuff that you had to do back in March, and it's it was one of the funniest things, you, like, talk to people, you know, during that time, in, like, April or whatever, and you start going, like, oh, yeah, I was supposed to do this, but, and, like, no one says anything, and you just kind of go, you know, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, like, everyone has, like, a general consensus of why everything just, like, fell apart, it's like, oh, yeah, it's, like, collectively the one thing we've gone through as, like, a human race, like, you know, there's right. other stuff that happens, like, you know, if there's, like, a war, if there's, like, you know, a natural disaster. Like, people in Texas, like, we're not even, like, really dealing with that. Like, we might have, like, some ramifications, right, like, that um, trickle down to us. But, like, we're not dealing with that. Everyone has dealt with COVID, which is wild to think about. Yeah, and then especially with, in terms of special education purposes, because each special ed kid has has an IEP, which is, like, an, indiv- an individualized uh, education plan. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's it's almost sometimes if a kid's not meeting certain goals, you know, sometimes those parents can hold the school liable or the district liable for not oh, making dang. those goals, right? So <laughs> here we are in this COVID world mm-hmm. where, at least for my class specifically, there is no possible way you're going to meet all these IEP goals <laughs> during COVID and right. remote learning. It's just no possible way. And then I think, I think APS is kind of freaking out a little bit, and I kind of don't blame them. I mean, I think it's across the country, really, with special ed and IEPs and yeah. all that. Is I was I was trying to say, like, why can't someone just come up with the rule? It's a freaking global pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know, you can just, you know, sign a waiver here. Yeah. During global pandemic times, might not meet all of these goals. Right. And I think most people would understand that, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe that's yeah. too logical. Well, so. and it's like, it's so tough because that's like... It's funny. There's some stuff. It's like it's a general excuse for everything, right? Right. So like if you're like my license, it, my license is about to expire. I got a new one, but I was just like, what do I? I was like, I don't even want to go to the D, uh, like MVD or whatever it is now. It's like I don't even want to go to the DMV. I was like, I I don't want to, and I'm like, I'll just say that for the next couple months or whatever. <laughs> like it's a global pandemic, dude. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. And it's like that's a general excuse for most of the population. Now for me, that's lazy. For like something you're in your position, it's like. That's not even lazy. That's just honest. It's right. like, we can't even, like, we can't do what we, like, need to do. Right. So, I'll give you another example, right? For our class, like, what we've done in the past, well, at least last year, part of the program is going off campus. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we couldn't go off campus now. Like, right. Just, just you can't even go like, on campus. Right. Now, we can't even go on campus. So now, there's kind of talk of possibly coming back or not coming back. Mm-hmm. That's been a whole mess, too, in mm-hmm. the last recent weeks. 
But even if we were to go back, like, we still couldn't do the whole program. Like, we couldn't walk them to their electives because the, the mm. teacher may or may not be in person. Mm. Um, it's not like we can take them off campus because there's, like, a church right down the street from El Dorado mm-hmm. where we go take them. They go sweep and kind of do the cleaning. That That's their job. You go to work, come back. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes we'd stop at the Walmart down the street uh, to pick any cooking supplies that we'll do for later in the week. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that was part of the whole thing, right? You just yeah. go off campus and come back on campus. Is that, like, I don't mean to cut you off, is that, like, to kind of teach them, like, how, like, the world works? Like, yeah, it's more the it's the whole life skills okay. and, and occupational skills. The occupational of just going to work and actually sweeping and doing those motor skills, those fine motor skills. And I, then, I think that's kind of fucked up not to make those kids do it, but that other kids don't do that. Because, like, I think there's a lot of... Like, I, I would have benefited from that. Because I, I think, like, being in school and, like, being an athlete, there's, like, a cocky asshole most of the time. No, like, absolutely no. You know, like, it would not hurt the stud quarterback to go fucking sweep a little bit. <laughs> like, no, you're not above it. It's actually kind of funny. I kind of this realization, realization last year. It's like, I've done more learning for myself. Yeah. As far as occupational and life skills. Right. During just my time as an employee rather than as an actual student. Yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, like, you just have, like, you have kids that are in their own butt. I say kids, like, myself, like, what you're talking about, right? Like, you've learned a lot from this. And it's, like, I would learn a ton from that. Like, you know, and it's just, like, that that humility of the whole thing. Because, you know, kids, I think, in general, I'm not saying kids now, because I, I hate when people say that. Like, I, I have to watch myself with that. Because when I was a kid, it was the same exact way. It's not kids now. It's just kids. Like, when you're a kid, you're in your own bubble. You think the world revolves around you. You think you know everything. And then all of a sudden, like, you have something like that where, you, you know, you have to go do this and do this, and you're like, wait, like, I, it's not just brought to me, or, like, I don't, you, you have to work for these things. I think that'd be beneficial for so many kids in oh, high school. Without a doubt. It's so, I love that, like, you guys do that. But, anyway, sorry, so you, you guys will do that, you get food and stuff, and then you guys go. Yeah, you know, and then we'll come back, and then, you know, we'll do, like, the normal day, you know, if they have their elective for that day, we'll take them to their electives. Um, some can walk to their electives by themselves and walk back to the classroom, so we'll let them do that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple kids in our class that you just have to walk with them. Mm-hmm. Or pretty much if they need to go to the bathroom, you walk into the bathroom. Um, I was lucky enough where they could use the bathroom for themselves. Yeah. Uh, I was pretty fortunate. There's, like, another program at El Dorado, or an APS, rather. Um, it's called IGS, which is Intensive Global Support. Okay. Or sometimes they do have to help them with the bathroom. So Got you. People who work in that... Beyond me, they can they can keep that job. I have much respect for them. Is that another like level of training, or do they also get paid like a certain amount? Or? No, it's 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 the same amount. Um, I believe it's the same amount. How they do EA pay um, is based on the number of college credits that you have. Got you. Okay. So the higher, the more. Cause I make more as an EA than I think most EAs. I got you. Yeah. Um, just because all the college courses I've taken throughout my collegiate career. Right. Which I'm not, saying is the best in yeah. all, but, you know, it did make a little bit more money than some. Right, so. right. Yeah, I mean, like, I was just curious, because, like, um, you know, I, I'd assume you got to go through, pre- like, probably, like, a different training just to, you know, and, and pro- or maybe not training, but a lot of um, ground rules for, like, what goes on during that and stuff, especially if, you know, a Absolutely. child needs that kind of attention and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's insane. And it's stuff that, like, you know, during all of this, there's stuff you just don't think about. Like, all of a sudden you start hearing about, like, for example, this this is just my world. This is this is what I can speak to. But then, you know, other people have different things. You know, I work for Admiral Beverage, um, and we distribute Miller Coors and that kind of stuff. 
well, there was issues getting product from Mexico and like getting stuff across the border for beer. So Dos Equis knew that Dos Equis is under Heineken USA or HUSA. And so they started brewing their beer out in Holland at the Heineken factory. Oh. So Dos Equis changed their boxes and stuff. And if like you look on the box, it usually says made in Mexico, but now it says spirit of Mexico on the box because it's now brewed in Holland. So it's like, it's little shit like that. You're like, Oh, I would have never thought of that. And it's like, never. Yeah. And it's like that, that's for everyone's field. You know, like all of a sudden you start thinking of like the DMV, what we were talking about and how everything has changed because of it. Everything is like just completely different. Yeah. You know, even in the education world, you know, it's, yeah. who says Armand Learning's going to be done when we were able to go back in person? Yeah. Know? Who says that's going to be an option for most students? Yeah. Um, I don't, you know, it's a good possibility. You know, I've, I think most students would like to be in person, but I feel like, you know, there's a couple of students that fit perfectly. That would be online setting is perfect for them. Yeah. Like I know there's, um, one teacher at El Dorado, his son, you know, it's, you know, he's kind of had some issues throughout his time at El Dorado high school, but I think now that he's been in a remote setting, he's been excelling to like, yeah, new, new worlds. You know, and I think that's great for them. And I think there might be a couple more kids throughout the district that might fall in that category of online learning, which, you know, by all means, go for it. Yeah. Um, but I do think online learning is here to stay in some capacity, even when we are yeah. back in person. What I feel bad for kids right now, and this is like, I feel bad, but it's like, fuck them. Like, it's <laughs> like when we are having like the snow, like coming and stuff, it's like, oh, it's just a remote learning day. Like kids won't have another snow day. I think this put, like, an end to snow days almost completely. That's a good point. I'm like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, waking point. up and you see all the snow and you're like, fucking yeah. And you start, like, watching the ticker on the TV, like, where's mm-hmm. my school? Where's my school? Where's my school? APS. Let's go. You're like, fucking yeah. It's like, now it's like, kids won't have that. It'd be like, great, there's snow. I'm still in school. I mean, but in hindsight, though, it'll be nice because you don't have to make up the day later in the year. Yeah, I mean, like, because... Doesn't well maybe not now, but like uh, I think back in the day they said like they built in two days in the school year that could could be washed out and they were good, and then after that it was like added onto the year or like they would take like teacher professional days away or whatever it is like you know mm-hmm. and, and make sure that we were in school. Like, is that still the same? Do you know? Or I'm not entirely sure. I think that sounds about right. Yeah. Either uh, way, I was about to say like that. Like there was one year I think I was a sophomore in high school and. Uh, or maybe I was a freshman. I think I was a freshman. Oh, was that the year when it was, like, freezing temperatures? And- freezing temperatures and snow like crazy. Like, we had, like, four or five snow days within, like, two months. Yeah, I think I think it was, because you're a year younger, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I, I, th- I remember something. It was my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. So, I remember, I think, temperatures, like, for the first time was, like, below zero. <sighs> and here in Albuquerque, I think that's when pipes were, like, busting, busting yeah. like, out of control. Yep. Um, funny story about that. I, was, I happened to be home because they canceled school because the pipes are frozen and everything. Yeah. So there's no gas to the school. So right. everyone has to stay home. Mm-hmm. You know, my parents still had to work. I remember I was at home just, just chilling, hanging out. I hear like this loud like burst. I was like, oh, I hear, shit. Yeah, I didn't know what it was. So I was like, because I heard it in the garage. So I went to the garage. And yeah. I see where the washing machine is at. And I'm seeing all this water just like. Oh, <laughs> shit. So I'm like. Okay, so our pipes bursted. That's awesome. So I'm trying to call my dad because I, I know my dad had a doctor's appointment that day. 
we wouldn't answer his phone. Like, I mm-hmm. called him, like, at least, like, five times. Yep. I was like, dude, are you serious? Like, the one time I need to call, you need yeah. to answer your phone. It's mm-hmm. like, you're not answering your phone. Well, then I had remembered my grandpa. He went with him to his doctor's appointment. So I called him, mm-hmm. and he happened to be right next to him. And, yeah. and gave the phone to my dad. And I was like, look, water's going everywhere. It's so I'll funny because, like, that generation, like, our, our parents are, you know, older. Mm-hmm. They're so respectful to, like, stuff that maybe don't need like to be that respected and it sounds silly but like going to a doctor's office you always see that it's like please no cell phones and then so they like they put them away whereas we right. like put it on vibrate it's cool i just have it right yeah, here it's like silence yeah. in my pocket and, yeah i was like uh, we're good but in an emergency you could still get a hold of me and like them they're like no i left my car in the or my phone in the car like that's what you're supposed to do it's like yeah. what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> like, exactly. i need to get a hold of you dude <laughs> yeah so and then he eventually called me back and then he he showed me where this T bar was, and I had to turn off like the water and the in the main water from the street. And I was mm-hmm. like, luckily I was home where it wasn't it wasn't that much damage. Mm-hmm. A little bit came into the house, but not like that bad. Right. Not, not as much as like some people's houses, like around the city, where it's like right. completely flooded their house. Yeah. And so mainly because I was at home, but if I had been at school, then we yeah. probably would have had a lot more issues. But dude, when I was so. a junior in high school, um, my mom, her house got um she had a flood and she had like three or four inches of water in like the downstairs area and so like it's about the size of like the downstairs area would be about the size of this house which i don't know maybe 1500 square feet the bottom area is 1500 square feet is three or four inches high and my mom like was devastated she's like god damn it and then like the insurance company was like trying to fight her on it and all this stuff and the guy like finally was like hey Here's the deal. It's like, like, you know, what happened was this line wasn't turned off. You thought this water was off and it's not. And that was the pipe that burst. I'm, I'm what's, what's I'm paraphrasing, right? Like mm-hmm. I don't exactly remember the, the details, but there was one line that went um, vertical, that pipe burst and they were holding her accountable for that. And they're like, we won't pay for that, which was like, I, I and again, I'm making this up, but I think it was like something like $300. So nothing like crazy, but it's not convenient. But it's the it's just the inconvenience. A hundred, a hundred percent. And then my mom was like, "Are you fucking serious?" And he's like, "Hold on." He's like, "Everything else is paid for." So all of a sudden, like something that was like a couple grand or like however much it was, I don't even know how much like it was to replace everything down there and all like because there was a lot of damage. But all of a sudden, it was like that's the only thing that you are held liable for. That's like three hundred dollars everything else is paid for and she was like oh my god (laughs) makes the whole world so different oh yeah i was about to say it's like one of those things that uh you know because like uh, i'm a red bull salesman not the exact same situation but like you know managers get pissed off when you come in and you tell them like oh yeah i'm ordering this or that so i would go into a store it's like a circle k and you know you tell them like all right like i i know they need like 20 cases and to a manager it's like it's a lot of fucking Red Bull. So I would go in and be like, I'm ordering you 55 cases. And they're like, are you fucking serious? It's like, no, it's just 20. And all of a sudden they're like, oh, okay, that's fine. It's like when they normally freak out about it. Like sometimes you have to approach it that way. That makes sense. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But what is the situation going on with uh, coaching right now? So APS just voted recently that they weren't going back. To, or they're still remote learning for now, right? So as it stands now... APS, the board did vote to remain remote learning for the rest so, of the semester. Sorry, as it stands now, uh, February 21st. This this podcast will probably come <laughs> out uh, March 1st, 
March 1st yeah, to Monday so, or whatever? Yeah, whatever today is, the 21st, February, yeah. what time is it? Uh, 12.35. 12.35. <laughs> so, as of now, the board did vote to remain in remote learning through the rest of the semester, um, which ideally would mean that there'd be no fall sports for this school year. No fall sports or Fall sports, sports fall sports meaning... Um, just because of the timetable-wise, yeah. it would be football, cross-country, soccer, yeah. and I believe one other sport that I can't think of off the top of my Volleyball? head. Volleyball? Volleyball. There you so, go. But, like, I thought it like you had to be at a hybrid learning in order to do sports. Correct. That is still correct. But you also have to remember, too, that the sports calendar that NMAA has put out, you know, there is mm-hmm. still a timetable for the chance to become in a hybrid model. Got at you. some point. Okay. So what I also happened in the board meeting last past Wednesday was, was if the Bernalillo County goes into green, mm-hmm. then everyone's going to come back in a hybrid model. Oh, okay. I, I think, didn't even think about that. Yeah. So I think it's, I think they said maybe two weeks of being green for Bernalillo County, so then f- everyone's going to come back anyway regardless. So for anyone like not in New Mexico, I have a global audience, so you know, I gotta gotta make hey, sure that hey, you makes know, sense. gotta make sure that everyone knows. But anybody that's not in New Mexico, uh, we have a red to green system uh, per county. So if like red is what like fifteen percent like has cases or something, or is it? It's not that high of a number. It's like ten percent of like has cases right, like, so of the population right. of the county. So then uh, yellow, like it goes red, yellow, green. Yellow is like eight percent or less, or, or like to like five percent, and then like green is like less than five percent of the population has cases. I'm I'm making those numbers up. I think it may be twenty two percent. Okay, not entirely sure. I was about to say, but um, either way, you got to get lower and lower. So there's like what right. French is talking about right now is you know you we've got to get to green. We've got to get to like a really low number of cases in the county right. in order like, for the kids. To right now, back. as it stands, again as it stands, we're in the Bernalillo counties in yellow. Okay, so. Yeah. Now, hopefully, again, now that we're in yellow, it's kind of more maybe hopefully a push to be back in a, in a hybrid setting at some point. Yeah. Um, but that obviously wasn't the case this past Wednesday. Yeah. But they did leave the door open. If the county is in green for at least two weeks, then everyone's going to come back. Gotcha. So for like a sport like wrestling and track, that start in April, mm-hmm. you know, maybe if this is like a mid-March type of thing. Yeah. Then those sports would be fine. Yeah. Um. Basketball is approaching that, that timetable of maybe have to miss out a little bit. Yeah. Um, so just just so just because we get into green doesn't mean that we're going back yet. No, we have to be to green be. for two whole weeks. Yeah. So if we get to 13 days, all of a sudden we're, we're still in yellow. It, like it has to be 13 or 14 consecutive days in green. I believe so. That's okay. what, this is what they want. Yeah. Um, now. <laughs> Again, everything everything's still changing. Yep. Because now, the school board, the APS school board, will have an emergency meeting on Monday. Fuck. Which is tomorrow on the February 22nd. Yeah. And I believe one of the items on that board meeting is regarding sports. Okay. So if, if there's any sports fans that are still listening to your podcast out here, <laughs> okay, if there was ever a last-second Hail Mary for fall sports. Yeah. Tomorrow's the day. Which sucks, because so, this is coming out a week after. So, it's like... So, you know, it may... Fingers crossed. <laughs> we may be practicing, we may be not be yeah. practicing. Um, that's... Uh, well, we're still kind of practicing. Um, yeah. Because we can still remain in a pod of four to one per coach. Fuck. 
Four to one, four athletes, four one coach. Four athletes, one coach. Goddamn. Still separated, still yeah. doing your football activities. Um, so we're still going to be doing that. Um, um, coach Dotson, the head coach, one of our plans is to, is for this upcoming week, is go Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, for seniors, it's going to be optional. Um, gotcha. Mainly just because they have been dragged on for quite some time now and it's yeah. almost don't want that last final gut punch for him just in case it does get ripped away from him again. Dude, that's so tough. Um, but as far as the younger classmen are concerned, we're just going to go Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. Maybe at some point this next week, we will know for sure mm-hmm. if we will be having a football season this school year or Damn. not. I, like, I've had this idea since uh, August, is that I'm like, or, or Maybe not August, but whenever they said that they were going to keep pushing stuff back and then all of a sudden that they were not going to have fall sports, I was like, I truly believe, and, and you you and I know, I, I love football, or, or I like football a ton, love wrestling, and, and I did both, and then I did track, and I was like, look, the only sports that got fucked over last year were the spring sports. Not saying it's right, and I do appreciate Sally Marquez, the, the head of NMA, no doubt. really trying. Like she's really trying to make this happen, and and you have to you have to appreciate that and respect it. I think cut out fall winter sports and let's try to give spring sports a full fucking season. See, and, and again, right now the schedule is to give those spring sports a full season. Mm-hmm. So right now, wrestling is going to overlap with the spring sports. Yeah, like wrestling and track, for example, are going to be at the same time. Well, yeah, which so it's going to be from April all the way through June. Yeah. So that way, at least gives the those spring sports a full season that right. they didn't get to have last year. Right. Um, but yeah, you know, you know that makes sense. You know, there's no hard. there's you know, no right hard. way to do right. things. I'm not sitting here saying that is the right thing. I'm not saying what they're doing right now isn't the right thing. That was just the way I thought about it. Just cancel one you know, full year of sports. It, it makes sense, you know, because at the very least, those students who missed out on a track season or baseball season, softball, whatever spring sport they missed out on. Yeah. They get a whole season and that makes sense. Yeah. And I just, I mean, I don't know. And, and my heart breaks and, and selfishly, I'll tell you right now, selfishly me tearing say like, I don't want there to be a wrestling season. Cause I'm just like that for my own person is going to be so freaking difficult. Granted, you know, the wrestling out of all the sports, wrestling's the hardest sport to do. I don't get how they're going to do it. Cause that was, so that was the thing is if someone had told me that like volleyball, they are changing the rules. Like you couldn't come up to the net and spike. You couldn't come up to the net and block. So it was going to be like essentially like keep the balloon off the ground, like pass it back and forth. And like that changes the whole dynamic of the game. And it's like the, the object in every other sport is the ball, right? Like at the ball or you have an objective that doesn't include the other team or you're trying to go around them or whatever wrestling. It's you and me. Like, I don't understand how they're going to get past that. And then there's also the possibility of wearing a mask during your wrestle, too. Okay, which also kills me. Someone someone mentioned that to me recently, and they're like, oh, yeah, they're going to make you wear a mask while you wrestle. I'm like, have you ever put on headgear? Like, have like I want someone who's making these decisions to put headgear on, right? And, and if anyone's not seen wrestling or whatever, if you put headgear on, that shit's tight. Like, I make kids, like borderline not breathe with headgear because that shit falls off like it falls off all the time in matches but you want kids to wear a mask like how does that work 
Like, I mean, you're, and, they, and I, I, French is looking at me like, dude, don't fucking ask me. <laughs> like, I'm not, it's not your fault. I'm not saying no, that. I'm but like, I'm like, I get anyone who I talk to, they're like, dude, I, I don't make decisions. I'm like, I get that. I'm just, it's a, it's annoying to even think, like, think about. Like, and then, like, football players wearing a mask. Like, you know how many kids are going to have busted up teeth? Because they're not going to wear a, a mouthpiece. Like, I wouldn't. If I was playing, there's no way I'd have a mouthpiece on with a mask. That's, that's also been discussed, too, because... How do you wear the mouthpiece? I mean, obviously, you can just have the mouthpiece, but how do you know if the mouthpiece is actually in? You won't. You absolutely will not know. Right. Because then, if that's the case, then you're going to have to have it attached to the face mask. Which, then again, because I've already seen the issues with having an attached face mask, or mouthpiece to the face mask. Already. Because we've actually, we've passed out helmets. Mm -hmm. And we've passed out shoulder pads. With the hope that, because officially, practice was supposed to start on Monday. Yeah. like tomorrow mm-hmm. or the twenty second. I don't stand for a little bit. Yeah, you're good. Um, on the twenty second, you know everything was going to be full go. You're, you know, it's officially football season. Right. Um, so they gave you a couple of weeks beforehand, and you know, wear helmets and shoulder pads, kind of get used to the body a little bit. Right. Um. So I've kind of already seen. Okay, if you're wearing a mask, it's hard to get the attachment and to get the mouthpiece underneath. The mask yep. that you're wearing and have it in. Looking like Andy Reid out there, right? <laughs> like, right. All so, like, and like, you know, the only way that's going to work is if you if you don't have your mouthpiece attached to your your face mask. Yeah. I think that's the only way that works. Well, and then, like, think about, so, like, when you when you played, when I played, like, I I had I had the attachment to the, the face mask. Like, that's how I played. Because otherwise, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> and I'm going to get in trouble. So, I was always like, I'm going to leave it on the face mask. Well, every play, I took it out. You play, you do the play, and you take it out. It's like, you don't just sit there, like, right. outside of the play and not take it out. So, if kids are actually doing it, I feel worse for those kids that are, you know, complying. Because it's like, how are you going to, like, spit it out of your mouth? Right. I remember, I remember after every play, I remember taking mine, because I didn't have mine attached. So, yeah, yeah, You know, I had style points. Tweet, yeah, 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 no, that's cool, that's cool. <laughs> so, like, you know, I we, won, my... we won state, it's fine. Go ahead. Yeah, but, no, but anyway, right. <laughs> I'm a dick. It's fine. <laughs> Go uh, ahead. Sure. You know, hey. you know, for those who don't know, you know, Elrod hasn't won a state championship since 1980. So, you know, you know that makes sense. Anyway, hey. so but hey. you you had hey. style points, you had swag. It's cool. Go ahead. You know, hey. you know made the most of it. Exactly. Know, came close. Yeah. It's not, <laughs> it's not like not like Los Cruces had like five of me on their offensive yeah, line. Yeah, exactly. And it was just one of me on my side, but. <laughs> Hey, you know, it's all good. Um, well, shit. Yeah, but in between plays, you would you would take absolutely, it out. Absolutely, and, take it out. And that's that's normal. Like they're like if you kept your mouthpiece in the entire time, you're weird. Yeah, you gotta be weird, or you're or you're built different. You're or or your mouthpiece is thin enough to where it doesn't bother you. And I've never met anyone that had like a super comfortable mouthpiece, like ever. Never. And so I'm like, I don't understand. There's there's just things that like. It doesn't make sense. And then, you know, you, you can get away with football or you can get away with, like, you know, certain things because the proximity is, what, three minutes? You have to be three minutes consecutive for it to transfer or, or for COVID to transfer, right? Like, that's what I've heard. I don't know how true that is. I'm not a scientist, not a doctor. But, like, wrestling, it's six minutes, just you and him. You're in the same proximity. So it's like, how, how do they even – Think it's gonna... up, though. <laughs> but but so that okay so let's say like you know when you're in a wrestling match, it depends on the ref 
on when they stop the match for your headgear to come off. Because sometimes it pops off, you're both on your feet, and the ref will just blow the whistle. Boom, hey, put your headgear back on. There's sometimes where you're on your back, your headgear comes off, and the ref will just let it go because you're in a tight like situation. Right. And, and they're supposed to stop the match almost every time when the headgear comes off because it's a safety thing. They're not going to for, like, I, I say political reasons. It's not political. It's just, you know, oh, I have him on his back, so he could be just popping off the headgear. Are they going to stop the match every time the mask comes off? I feel like they can. I feel like it would almost be the same scenario, right? If you're yeah. a possibility of getting pinned, yeah, I think you still have to reward the wrestler. Who's I I would agree. Combination. I would agree. But if if it's that serious that you have to wear a mask, do you think they stop the match because your mask comes off? I don't. I I, I, was, I, I would hope. To, not. I feel like I feel like I, I can't believe that they wouldn't. Yeah, but you know, I think you know anything's possible at this point. But, I I would get frustrated because if I was dude, I'd be I'd be that punk ass kid that's like, I something goes wrong, I take the mask off, and it's like, they'd have to have like a penalty point for something like that or or whatever. Well, I think that changes it too a little bit, right? If you mm-hmm. know they're purposely doing it on purpose, yeah, 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 yeah. to avoid getting pinned, then I mm-hmm. think that slightly changes the scenario just a little bit. And then I think you might have to award that that person at least with a point of some sort. Yeah, maybe multiple points. I just, I mean. I couldn't imagine wrestling with a mask on. <laughs> like, dude, like, and I don't think... Dude, I, I give these kids credit just for practicing with football and running and doing all these things with their mask on. Yeah. Dude, for me, it's just a pain in the ass just having to walk around from drill to drill. Yep. Or just walk around in general. Just walk to my car and I'm like, man, this sucks. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, they're doing it, so, you know, I got to deal with it, so... Yep. And it, it's just... Tool. It's just tough. And then, like, I don't know how it would stay on through your headgear. Like, if you've ever tried to, like, put headgear on with headphones that aren't Bluetooth, like, have the cord, mm-hmm. they, like, f- they pop out because the, the headgear's so tight. So, it's, like, with the with the strap, like, stay behind your ear? Like, I think it would fall. I mean, there's just so many logistic things that are, like, I don't know. But, again, that's when we're hoping, like, at least in terms of wrestling goes. Like, now that's in April, you know, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, maybe at that point vaccines rolled out in mm-hmm. a better fashion at that point. Maybe people are getting vaccinated, or maybe just numbers are just getting down completely. Um, So, you know, who knows? It's one of those things where, like, okay, maybe things will be better Yeah. by the time wrestling starts. I I have been extremely hopeful these last, like, three or four weeks. Like, I'm like, okay, things are getting better and all that kind of stuff. And it's weird because I was getting extreme, like, extremely hopeful in, like, July and then August and then September and then, like, October. And all of a sudden it was like, oh shit things are going back down it's like I'm sick of getting my fucking hopes up (laughs) it's so tough and I know everyone else is I'm not the only one dealing with this it's just you know it it gets annoying and I know everyone's done with it just it's just shit end of the stick I think just people are just ready for some normalcy oh yeah for sure it's just ready for that you know and I think part of the frustration at least with high school sports right is you've seen you've seen it across the country work yeah right with sports and I think the biggest issue is that high school sports in here in New Mexico has been attached to being in a hybrid model. Mm-hmm. I will say this, and I will say it until I'm blue in the face. You should not have attached sports to a hybrid model. You should let those kids who want to participate in their sport yeah. participate and let those who wish to remain remote, which I feel like a good majority of the students and teachers are, yeah, let them stay remote. I, so with that, would you have... Because you couldn't just get the kids 
like 17 like i think if you're 18 you can sign a waiver you're you're an adult legally right mm-hmm. says you can do it but like would you just have like a parental um waiver like your parents right, yeah you know? they, they'd have to sign up parents have to sign a waiver i think what's which they have already done, at least as far as the football program is concerned, because that's mm-hmm. probably one of the things that they did have to sign. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have to sign a consent to treat form, do their mm-hmm. physical, and then, then a waiver, a COVID waiver form to yeah. participate. That's just a per- practice in this four-to-one pod. Yeah. So, and then you're good for the rest of the year now. Yeah. But it's the same principle, right? You sign yeah. that waiver, you let those who want to participate in their sport, by all means, go have fun, yep. go participate, mm-hmm. and then stay remote. Yeah. I, Every like those who wish to remain remote stay happy. Yeah, those who want to be in their sport are happy. Well, <laughs> I mean, shit, that goes. But and and what you're saying makes complete sense, and that's the issue. Like, no one wants to do anything that makes sense. Like, that's the same thing with like businesses like staying open, kind of, sorta. It's like, well, if people don't want to go out and are worried about it, let them stay in. Like, and then people that aren't worried or, you know, want to take that calculated risk, let them go to a restaurant, let them go do these things. But that would make sense. And it's like, that's the frustrating part is like, you're not even allowed, like, we're not even allowing adults to do it. So like, to ask, you know, allowing kids to do it, it's like, that's the frustrating part. I think ultimately too, I think if ultimately, if people just made a decision. Yeah. I think people would be okay, and, and not and not and waiting, oh. and not waiting till the very last second to do something. That yeah, and that's and the state of New Mexico. Blow, <laughs> and then have a blow in their face. That's the state all of New right. Mexico. Is it's like, all right, here's our deadline, and then it's like, oh fuck, the deadline's here. It's like, what are you? What are we doing? Like, right. try to make a decision before we even get there. For which example, is what you're saying, right? like the whole APS board, right? Right. They had their meeting on this past Wednesday. Two weeks ago, they had a board meeting where they talked for six some hours mm-hmm. discussing this hybrid model. And after all the debate, they decided, okay, we'll push it back two weeks and mm. revisit it. So that was this meeting, this meeting on this past Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Okay, NMA said before they needed to know by this past Monday whether if you're going to participate or not. So now you're kind of like, okay, so you pushed it to Wednesday, two days after than what NMA needs to know. Okay. So now you discuss it. You discuss some kind of some form of a plan. Voted against it. Okay. Now you're having this. So now football is officially supposed to start on the twenty second. Mm-hmm. Now you're gonna have an emergency meeting on the same day. It's like it's almost it should have been a decision should have been made on how to do some things. Mm-hmm. And it should have been ready for this Wednesday meeting. Yeah. Instead of just coming up with something just kind of like together and discussing about it. Yeah. Um, or if you needed to have a discussion about it, that should happen before. Right. Then come for that, like that meeting with a plan. And then see the thing with see, Rio Rancho Public Schools recently came out with a plan with with the public with the public education department PED. Mm-hmm. They did it kind of behind the scenes, but they got out, they worked with PED mm-hmm. to come up with a plan. Mm-hmm. So now they're in. Yeah. It's like some things just you might want to consider. Yeah. Why wasn't that done here? That That's order? like the frustrating thing is like, I guess it comes back to like a concept of is a bad plan better than no plan? And I feel like APS argues like we would rather have no plan than have a bad plan. It's like, but then we're just fucking stuck. Right. Like you just sit. It's like, that's, right. that's not and exactly. And also that, you know, even just, just the hard of, the hard decision of 
getting just the varsity sports together. Right. There have been no talks about a JV season. Yeah. Or a C team season, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Um. Could you imagine being like a, like a not like a great sophomore or like a a, a great freshman, but you, you're talented and you might get no playing time, or, or like or just a kid that has potential is working his ass off, not wild. You know what I mean? Like we have kids like that on the wrestling team all the time. I'm going to get you in on a little inside scoop of Elder uh, here. Let's go. <laughs> it's not. It's not that. I'm just. No, 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 no. This is the third, third or fourth year I've been coaching at, at El Dorado, mm-hmm. and this group of freshmen we have now oh, has been fuck. by far the most athletic group of kids mm-hmm. I have ever had to coach on the C team on the C team level. This, this year's freshman. This year's okay. Freshman, never mind. Right Sorry. Now. Go ahead. I, yeah, I, that, yeah. This year's freshman right now is by far the most athletic. Mm-hmm. That we've had since I've been coaching at El Dorado. Yeah, Oops, I, I was like, I thought someone would broke into our room for a second. I was like, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> but, but um, yeah, it's been one of the most athletic groups, mm-hmm. and like I'm talking like some pretty decent athleticism, just not yeah. just, just speed, quickness, just overall just talent. Probably some that might be able to be considered to be suited up on on varsity games. Yeah, to not be used potentially. And like the the tough part is is, you know that just as much as I do, for because I've I've never coached football. I I feel like I could I could do well with freshmen or whatever. Uh, I know certain concepts, but for like wrestling, it's like, dude, a lot of those kids, it's just a matter of mat time. Right. It's just a matter of getting there, wrestling, and just seeing situations. Like you you don't know these things, and that and that goes that goes for every sport. But right like mat time. Oh, yeah, is crucial. It, it's so crucial because you know you can you can do X amount of drill. I, I this isn't fair to other sports, and, and I'm kind of painting with a broad brush. But like football, you can do certain drills to prepare you for certain situations. You can do these things, and, and obviously you can't cover everything, and you've got to know what it's like in a game full speed. Mm-hmm. But like wrestling, you like there's certain aspects that you're just not prepared for until you get in that match, and there's just certain things like. And it's tough to even convey, but you and I know what I'm what I'm trying to say in that. No, absolutely, because at least in football, right? You have drills that mm-hmm. simulate certain events. Yep. Mainly because they just they just typically happen. Right. But you know there are sometimes in wrestling where you end up in just a weird position. Scrambling. That you, that, yeah, scrambling. scrambling right? Yeah. It, 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 I guess in that in that way, it's a equivalent to a quarterback scrambling out in football. But like scram like that. There was someone who had that quote, and, I, and it's going to bother me right now, but it, someone was like, wrestling is 90% scrambling, 10% technique. It's just situations. Like, have your head higher than his, hips lower than theirs. And, and like, that, that's such a blanket statement, but it's so true, and it's like, you just don't fucking know. Right, because, like, you know, even, like, I remember the story you told me, like, when you, had, you hit the splits... Yeah, in one match, you know, it's like it just it just happens, and and it's one of those things how you react to it. It's one of those things that it happens, and you're just like, is this fucking happening? <laughs> like, right. Like, you just you just never know, and you, you can't prepare for that no. unless unless you actually do it. You know? Yeah, and that's the point you're making with as far as wrestling compared to other sports. Yeah, and it, and then you know, I I'm sure if you sit down and you talk to a basketball coach, or you talk to a football coach, and it, it's not fair. It. They're, they probably have a good amount of that as well. I I would argue that wrestling has a little bit more. Just shit breaks down. You gotta you gotta react. 
and, and, and it's weird, right? Because like we have, you'll have a wrestling match where you wrestle well, you wrestle with finesse and you are hitting technique and you win by 10. And then you have a match where it could be the same two guys and it's just a brute force, like ugly win five, four, but you had to just make it happen. Like there, there's no other way to do it except for you just make it happen. And it's, I don't know. I, I feel bad for those kids that are freshmen that'll lose out on that year. Cause when I was a eighth grader, I went, I was on varsity most of that season and on my varsity record as a eighth grader was one in 14. Like I just went out and got my fucking ass kicked. <laughs> like, and I think I got pinned in like three of those matches. So I had like 11 dog fights, like just at, well, maybe I got teched in one, but you get it. Like I had like mm-hmm. 10 plus matches that were just fucking dog fights and you lose in a heartbreaker. And it's like, if I would have never had that season, I, I may have never placed in state, let alone like won a state title. It's like, these freshmen need that. And especially with APS, you can't wrestle as an eighth grader. So it's like they're losing out on two years, whereas like, you know, a kid from Carlsbad, a kid from Las Cruces, a kid from, you know, Farmington or Aztec or whatever, wrestle as an eighth grader. And then they're coming into their freshman year already a, a year ahead. And then now it's like some of these kids are hopping straight into their sophomore year, not having a high school match. It's like I haven't even really thought about it. I think it's why it's like freaking me out. I will. I will tell you this too. Um, as far as what I think I've come to realize about about COVID, it has been the greatest equalizer. Yeah, I, think. I didn't um, think especially about that. for football because mm-hmm. I think I've been hearing some things. I know what school specifically, but like I've been hearing some things where how they're approaching things differently. I think you have some schools that are are just in the weight room, like no football mm-hmm. stuff at all, just in the weight room. Mm-hmm. You have us who have been a little bit in the weight room. But a lot of football stuff on the field. Yeah. Um, you have some schools that aren't doing anything. You yeah. Know, it's, I think what COVID has has brought different ways to come about a season in different ways of training. And I think it's the greatest equalizer. Greg, because you, like, you, know, you go through your schedule, right? You right. Go, you, you play your fall, have your off season. You know, start January, that spring semester, you're, you're working out in, in football class. You know, then you go in your summer, it's heavy, structured, it's the same routine. Right. Now with COVID, all routines went out the window. Yeah. And then now it's just kind of how you prepare for a season. You, you make everyone start from Fresh. ground zero. Right. From from point A. And I, I never even considered that. Because I, I think, you, I think as, a, as a fan or an outsider or whoever, you kind of just assume, all right, these powerhouses are these powerhouses. Whereas, like, everyone – like, I think I, – and it's funny because you, you hear, like, the Clevelands or the Rio Ranchos or the, you know, the Cuevas of the world who just have, like, 200-plus kids come out every year for football. And it's like they are probably struggling much more than any other program if they're in a four-to-one system. Like, right. four kids, one coach. Right, because just the number of coaches that they have. Yeah, they just, can't like, the numbers, get to everybody. The numbers don't add up. Nope. Right. I'm like, not, and I'm not going to say, like – their way is better than some other person's way. Right. Everyone's way is going to be completely different. Right. And I don't know which one, which way is specifically better or not. Right. Only way to really kind of tell is to have a season. And kind yeah. Of see where it goes from there. I, I heard about um, a couple of kids that were coaches were not organizing it. It was kids in Farmington. So kids from PV, kids from Farmington, maybe some kids from Aztec or Bloomfield, but I heard it was PV and Farmington. They got together over the summer and were like, look, like, they couldn't go to the high school. They, they found, like, a patch of grass, I guess. 
and they were like, let's play seven on seven. Let's do something. And, and in my mind, I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, go do it. Go do, like, what, like, you you just got everything ripped away from you in, like, well, I guess some parents were just going and watching or whatever. And these kids are just throwing the football around. If it's seven on seven, they're just throwing the football around. That's all it is. There's no tackling. There's no any of that. And, well, there could have been, right? Like, it's not regulated. So, they kids could be dumb, which is normal. But they're just doing seven on seven. And someone saw it and turned them in. And then the coaches for both Farmington and PV had to say, if you guys are out there again, we will not have a season. You will be kicked off the team. So none of those kids are doing it again. And it's like, I think that's the frustrating part too, is it's like, if people are doing something and they haven't gotten in trouble, let them do it. It's like, at what point did we stop with the idea of like snitches get stitches? <laughs> like, Stop fucking tattletailing, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, something similar like that happened here in Albuquerque, I think. There were some metro teams trying to schedule some seven on seven. Yeah, and that got shut down quick. I bet. I was gonna say quick. I guarantee that got shut down quick. Yeah, yeah. Coaches were called. It got shut down. Yeah. Um, but to your point, is where do we stop the line of allowing kids to do stuff on their own time? Yeah, like in, right. in controlling so much like that that's like the the kids which I this the the funniest fucking thing to me. Um I don't know if it was California or where wherever it was. It could have been in Iowa. I don't really give a shit where it was. It just happened. There was skate parks that they're dumping sand into so these kids aren't skating. And I'm like first off, they made skate parks so that kids weren't out in the goddamn city on rails and shit. <laughs> like you're forcing them back out into that area that you tried to, like, force them into a skate park in the first fucking place. That is what Bamani Jones calls hustling backwards. Yeah, exactly. Fucking, like, where, like what are we doing? <laughs> I don't know. Again, I, I don't have answers. I don't have solutions either. Like, so, that, and I, I think that's the frustrating part, and, you know, that's why I, I probably shouldn't talk as much as I do, right? Like, if you're going to cause more problems or get frustrated about what's going on, and you have no solution, it's probably not helpful either. And that's bad on me. Fucking slap in the face of tyranny. But you catch my drift. Yeah, like, I get it. You know, it, it's it's just one of those things that we've been dealing with it for so long, and it's like, and this is these are the decision, decisions that are being made. What are we doing? It's rough, man. Yeah. I, just, like, <laughs> I, just, I don't know, man. It's like, you know, it's like, yeah. you know, I give... You know, I give a bunch of credit to our kids um, in the football program. Yeah. You know, they've done everything that they're supposed to do. Yep. You know, I think most often, I think a coach said this past week, we've had about 95% attendance rate. That's huge. During this entire yeah. global pandemic, remote, online, online workouts, in-person workouts. Yeah. You know, they're they're getting their grades. Their grades are good. Most of their grades are good. Yeah. Um. Think yeah. about that, too, which is crazy. Like, you have these kids that are, you know, it. it's not even that the season is guaranteed, and you still have kids that are doing the right thing, getting their grades up, showing up to these practices, wearing the masks, you know, staying in the four-to-one pod, doing everything right, and it's still an up in the air. It's like, that, like, that truly, you know, when you see these kids next, tell them, like, that's that's a sign of true character. Is, right, you absolutely. Know, that, that, that's really awesome because I, I can tell you right now I probably wouldn't no you know, and I was you know I was giving these kids compliments in the football class on Friday you know it's 
what El Dorado is, is if you see in the front of the school, you see the three words of excellence, honor, and spirit, and that's EHS. And yeah. And I think these group of kids in the football in the football program exemplify true excellence of doing everything right as far as excelling in the classroom, mm-hmm. excelling getting to practice on time, excelling during practice. Yep. You know, just the honor, just having respectful for everyone, just being respectful, and then just the spirit of just being a team. Well, the 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 honor, even more so, is the you know, the <laughs> honor is like the highest form of respect, right? And so you're like honoring the rules that have been set up by New Mexico, the rules have been set up by NMAA, the rules have been set up by your school, honoring those, and yet still remaining to do everything you can in the excellence portion and the spirit of that. It's like the highest form of honor, not just the respect that is honor, but the highest form of honor. It's like, good for those kids, man. Because like I said, I'm a piece of shit. I wouldn't. (laughs) Right. You know, it's like, it's hard. It's like, I couldn't. You know, looking back at it, it's like I couldn't imagine not having a senior year of football. Fuck. Right? As much as a, of an emotional roller coaster that it was for my senior year of losing very close games. Yeah. You know, there's a the strong possibility. Well, not really, actually. We, we, we ended up four and five. Mm-hmm. Right? In the regular season of my senior year. Um, oddly enough, it was a game against Las Cruces that got canceled because of weather. Yeah. Um, but even then, that I think that was enough to save us a little bit. And then our district was actually pretty good at the time, too. Yeah. Um. So beating the Matt Manzano game, the very last regular season game, right? It yep. came down to Manzano. You win, you're probably in. If you lose, probably not. Probably not, yeah. Um. So it came down to it, last play of the game. You know, Manzano chucks up the Hail Mary. You see a Manzano receiver. You see El Dorado defensive back. It was either going to be touchdown or touchback. Yep. And you didn't know at first until you saw the referee go touchback and Eldorado wins, you know. Eldorado makes the playoffs. And then even then, it's like, I remember playing Cleveland. That final score, I think it was 28-26. Damn. You know, we were down, I believe we were down 10 and a half, maybe 17 and a half. Mm-hmm. What was it? It was, it was, I want to think, I think it was 17-7 at halftime. Okay. Or something like that. Mm-hmm. And ended up winning the game 28-26. Yeah. Um, in the quarterfinals, you know, we played La Cueva. That we won that game pretty handily. That was twenty-one, twenty-one-seven. Yeah. Even the swall, we did. There wasn't a lot of scoring, but that was kind of a beatdown in that yeah. game. I like that was one of those type of games where the score doesn't reflect right how the game was played. But right. That was definitely it. And then, then we just caught to a buzz song that was Las Cruces. And Damn. Then, you know, even then, like at halftime, I think it was twenty-eight, twenty-seven at half. Yeah. And then Las Cruces ended up just running away with it in the yeah. second half. But just like a bunch of close games, you know, we lost to Atrisco Heritage by one point, lost to Volcano Vista by five points, lost to La Cueva the first time by eight. They were all single-digit losses. Yeah. So one, you know, yeah, one score games. One score games exactly. So here's this huge up and down, constant emotional yeah. roller coaster. Although being really fun, time. Yeah. And for me, it's like, I don't know what I would have done without that. Yeah, you have those memories. Right. And then here are some of these kids who are doing everything that we want them to do, and it still might not happen for them, which is unfortunate. And I feel for those seniors. That's tough. I was about to say, and I could, yeah, I mean, that's the shit, like, you know, you go to college and you're drinking a little bit with your buddies, and it's like, 
Oh yeah, like or start even, talking or shit. Even <laughs> or even just college example, just like of getting recruited, right? Right. Getting that coming to your senior year, finally be able to get some film out. Yep. Get some film on you that you can send out to all these different colleges to get recruited. Yep. And you might miss out on that opportunity. Yeah. Which sucks. That <laughs> like sucks so sucks. bad. And like, and, you know, yeah. especially if you're a stud athlete and, and you just don't have all that film. It's like, dude, that's unfortunate, you know? Right. You know, and then there's another kid in our program who, who had some advice for some of the younger classmen. Well, if he admitted his mistakes, you know, admitted his wrongdoings of admitting that he's kind of taken football for granted, mm-hmm. and here he is, his senior year is looking to be his redemption year. Yep. And starting to do things right, they're doing things the right way. Yep. And then just fall short because possibly not having that season. And that's like, and it's tough. It's tough for anyone to have that foresight of like, you're not guaranteed this. Everyone takes granted or takes something for granted. Of course. And, uh, you know, I, I try to preach that. And it, and I don't blame anyone for not listening to me. One, like, I say the same shit every day. And I try to try to hammer it home. But, like, and also, as a kid, sometimes you're like, all right, shut the fuck up, coach. Like, but it, it's that, like, you know, you're not guaranteed. Like, why wait till your senior year? Why wait till then? And, you know, it used to be like a, might get injured my senior year. I might, you know, so, something might happen where I don't have a great season. Or something happens where it's like I'm dealing with nagging little injuries. Or, you know. You're not guaranteed that time to, like, make the most out of it. And then I think some of those kids that were juniors or were sophomores or whatever, it's like, oh, shit. Right. So I think it, it it's almost like a double-edged sword almost because it's like, okay, you had those struggles, but here you are your senior year, and it's the year you finally mature. Yep. You know, and once you mature and you, you start to think about life differently, your perspective's a little bit different. Yep. And then now it's it's almost too late. Yep. Because you're right, because nothing's ever guaranteed in life. Yep. I think the only thing guaranteed in life is death, because it's eventually you're going to die at some point. Death and taxes, baby. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, those are really the only guarantees, and you just have to make the most of when you have them. Right. And I think, again, I think this whole thing of COVID, I think you've kind of be able to learn that things aren't aren't guaranteed in life, you know? Right. I think in a normal world, right, you'd have... You have seven C team games, seven J V games, ten varsity games, and yep. another ten varsity games. Yep. And that's without playoffs. Those are just regular season games. So you have those what twenty seven, thirty four games yep. in your high school career. Yep. And I think COVID had just taught you that not even those thirty four games are guaranteed. Right. Um so make the most of it. Make the most of your opportunities when you get them. Yeah. Because you might not know when they might get taken away from you. It's gone just gone yeah and it's unfortunate i i, I will feel for you it's yeah just, you know hey but i am hopeful i was telling my track kids because my track kids had similar questions about being eligible to play and all that and because it's been very hard to find my track kids a schedule and time to practice yeah with coach lutz trying to do wrestling now and then mm-hmm. football's been going on i was like man it's freaking hard to find time for you guys but you right. guys want you guys want to do it you guys want to come work out? I will make the time for you guys. Right. And I'll figure something out. So I came up with the schedule. It was Tuesdays, Thursdays. It was like right before football started. I mm-hmm. was like, that's really the only time I could fit you guys in. I felt bad for them. Yeah. Um, but now that football might potentially not happen. So yeah. I was like, okay, guys, there might be a potential where our schedule can change, where we can do a little bit more mm-hmm. and more often. Yeah. 
I was like, barring any last-minute Hail Marys for football, yep. we might be able to do it. Shortly he'd come to find out that Hail Mary might be thrown. Yeah. Um. So, well, that's, that's another thing about COVID, man. COVID makes plans change on a drastically. Drastic. Like, drastic. And, yeah, and you got to figure it out. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's like, got to find a way to keep your composure. Yep. But, Hey, we're making it work. Yep. Yeah. Well, French, this is a good jumping off point, man. It's like we've been talking for a little over an hour. So. Oh, yeah. yeah I was about to say. I appreciate you coming on the podcast, man. It's been great to see you. Oh, great to see you smile. Thanks for finally having me yeah. on, man. I feel like <laughs> I've been telling you for months to get the podcast back. Right. <laughs> and it, I was about to say, this is this has been a lot of fun just to, you know, like the, the sports podcast was fun, but this is. Oh, can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, okay, there it is. Well, like, glad we glad we got to the end before that happened. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, French, I appreciate it, man. And uh, any closing remarks? Oh no, just hey, thanks for having me. Yep. Appreciate it. You know, it's good seeing you. you know, yeah. It's been a while. And yeah. Glad to be here, man. Help Absolutely. Yeah, for sure, man. We'll have you back on. So. Alright guys, that's been another episode of Escaping Tyranny. Thanks. I'm gonna write a book, and I don't care if you read it. I'm gonna make a movie, I don't care if you watch it. I'm gonna wave anyway, I could care less if you look. And if you don't shake my hand, I'll put it back in my pocket. I'm gonna write a book, and I don't care if you read it. I'm gonna make a movie, I don't care if you watch it. I'm gonna wave anyway, I could care less if you look. And if you don't shake my hand, I'll put it back in my pocket. I'm gonna write a book, and I don't care if you read it. I'm gonna make a movie, I don't care if you watch it. I'm gonna wave anyway, I could care less if you look. And if you don't shake my hand, I'll put it back in my pocket.